Hello, my name is Deva Miles and welcome back to Dancing in the Kitchen, a podcast where I talk about everything, my past experiences, challenges I've faced, my lifestyle, wellness routine, and just topics I find interesting. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, thank you for joining me. Today I wanted to talk about negativity, a big topic, and I know that it's such a broad topic, so over the past week I've been thinking about how I would dive into this a little bit more, and I've separated it into three sections. One being the negativity you impose on yourself. Two being negativity you feel is coming from somebody else onto you. And three is being in a situation where somebody or a group is negative and you're feeling that is affecting you. Those are the three different categories I wanted to kind of dive into a little bit more. Let's start with self-negativity, which is probably the biggest one and the one that everyone is currently struggling with or has struggled with. I did a little bit of research and I found out that there's four different categories of self-negativity. So I wanted to talk a little bit about each category and maybe give some examples of how I've felt that in my life and offer you tools to help get out of that situation, get out of that self-negativity, that bad mindset. So the first type is personalizing. So that is kind of when you would say, it's not you, it's me in the situation. Everything that happens all of a sudden becomes your fault and it's because of something you did. Let's say you're in a friend group and you suggest going somewhere and then somebody gives you an answer that maybe you didn't want, which was like, oh no, I don't want to go there. And then all of a sudden it's because they don't like you and they don't want to hang out with you and they're just trying to get rid of you as a friend. Like that is an example of personalizing a situation. I don't know if I would say I do this one when I'm in groups, but I think I would do it or I've done it more in the past with just myself something goes wrong and it's because I didn't show up in that way and it's just I put all of the blame on myself which is so not the way to do it because you're putting so much pressure on yourself and expectations to live up to your own standards or somebody else's standards and that can get really heavy and that can affect how you're living your life and affect all parts of your life because you're thinking negatively about yourself in that way. I feel like a few tools to help with this personalizing would be to really ask yourself if there's evidence to support the thought that you're having. So if you're having the thought like, this person doesn't like me, okay, it could be an irrational thought. It could have a little bit of sense, but Let's just take a step back and see if there is evidence to support that thought. Why would you say that? Why would you think that this person doesn't like you? 
because dot, 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 and write down real reasons, not just theories that you've come up with in your mind, but actual things that would demonstrate why that person doesn't like you. Evidence to back that up. And then also ask if the thought is a fact or if it's just your interpretation. Like I said, I like to jump to conclusions and make theories. If somebody says something, I'm like, oh, it's they've been thinking this and it's because of this and I could have done this. And that's literally all of my interpretation. None of it's actual facts. Just erase everything that you have drawn on this page about the situation and look at the written facts which usually when it comes down to it depending on the situation there's probably one or maybe even none it could be all made up in your head that's a really good way to get out of that negative spiral that you might be entering so personalizing that's the first one the second one is filtering filtering is when you only look at the negative in the situation. There's that saying, glass is half full, seeing the glass is half full instead of half empty. But this is like when you're seeing the glass as half empty instead of half full. The way that you're seeing the situation is only the negative. You aren't able to see any of the positive in the situation. I remember when I was having a really difficult time mentally and I was feeling quite down, it would be really hard for me to even get out of bed in the morning and get myself to dance. And I used to take everything that happened within that morning, if it happened and it was a little bit not the way I wanted it to be, I would take that as a sign that yes, I should be in bed, I shouldn't be going to dance because this happened or because this happened. And that is a clear example of me filtering the situation and only seeing the negative. For example, I would be walking to dance and I would get splashed by a puddle because a car would drive by. And then my pants would be wet and I would think, oh, it's obvious, I shouldn't be going to dance today. I should go back home. Or... I would get a coffee, I would order a coffee and I would be walking and a little bit would spill on my arm or my shirt or down my sweater and I'd be like, oh, nope, that's a sign. And I was completely disregarding any of the positive things that were happening within that morning. I was just seeing the negative. The positive things, for example, were it's a beautiful day, I'm walking outside, I got out of bed and I am on my way to dance. That's positive. I ordered a coffee at a cute coffee shop and I'm enjoying my coffee. Like those are all the positive parts of the situation, but I was only seeing everything wrong that was happening. And when you're only viewing everything that way, it almost feels like more wrong is happening because you're almost seeking it out. So something helpful to try to get out of this filtering mindset would be really try to make a point of noticing all of the things that were going right in the moment or all of the good things. Even in the broad spectrum of your life, writing down all of the things that you're grateful for, all of the good things that you have in your life. 
and not only focusing on maybe all of the things you don't have. Yeah, it's really helpful to write it down too because then you can see clearly on a page, wow, look at this long list of things that were going right, of good things. And slowly, if you continue this active practice to do that, your brain will stop jumping to the negative of the situation immediately. It's all about training the mind to think the way you want it to think. Because once you have power over your mind, it is a game changer, I got to tell you. Number three, catastrophizing. So that's when you are anticipating the worst in the situation. Assuming that everything is going to go wrong. Which I do a lot. And in some situations, I would have to argue that this is maybe okay because it helps you to be extra prepared. When I think of me assuming the worst, I'm thinking of when I'm traveling and I have to get somewhere and I have to get on a flight and I have to take a train. And sometimes I need to assume that the flight's going to be delayed and assume that I'm going to have troubles with the train so I can prepare in advance what my backup plan would be, what I would do. In that moment, I think catastrophizing is maybe okay, as long as it's still rational. When it becomes not okay is when you are all of a sudden creating this story in your brain of what is going to happen because you do this one thing. Let's say you need to go talk to someone and you need to tell them about how you're feeling. In your brain, you all of a sudden create this crazy story of how they're going to respond and you're really over-exaggerating the whole thing. That is when it can become really negative because it's not true and you don't know until you actually are in the situation. So for me, I would ask myself, what's the worst thing that could happen? Being reasonable, this really applies to if you are trying to face your fear and do something that you're maybe a little bit scared of or a little bit out of your comfort zone and fear is trying to hold you back and say, no, don't do it because blah, 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 blah. That's when I would ask myself, okay, what's the worst that could happen? And usually it's nothing, something you could handle. This person will yell at you. That's the worst that could happen. Okay, that's not bad. We can do that. And then you're able to enter things with a calmer mindset and not be as negative on yourself. But just in general, with catastrophizing, try to step outside of your own situation. Try to put yourself in someone else's shoes or just look at things from an outside perspective and remind yourself that not everything is going to be crazy. Sometimes if I miss the bus on my way to get somewhere, all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so late. Everyone's going to be so mad, blah, 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 blah. But I don't even think about the fact that there's another bus coming in seven minutes and that I might only be four minutes late, which is nothing. And usually people start late anyway. Like try to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. That's what I would say about catastrophizing. Lastly, with self-negativity, we have polarizing. That is when you're either seeing a situation or something as good or bad. There's no in-between. It's very black and white thinking. For example, if you're not doing this perfectly, you're failing at it. 
if you don't get out of bed after your alarm goes off, you are a lazy person. It's like really this or that. And nothing in life is black and white. That has taken me a long time to figure out, especially with my history of disordered eating back when I was younger. It was so much about that. If I didn't eat this, I would be an unhealthy person. I would gain weight. Like that's not how life works. We need to give ourselves compassion and accept the fact that we are all humans. And this is natural to not have everything together and to maybe make a few mistakes sometimes. That's okay. That is good. That helps us learn more about ourselves. The thing about self-negativity is that you really have to be on it all the time. And once you reach a more positive mindset, that doesn't mean that you're going to stay in a positive frame of mind. That means that there's the hope that you're there, but you need to continue what you are doing to get there to stay there. Because the mind is so quick to convince, and especially these days, so easily influenced by others and so easily influenced by what surrounds us. If something goes wrong, instantly we start to put it on ourselves and we start to knock ourselves down. And sometimes you don't even notice that throughout the day you might be telling yourself something like, you can't do it. You're not capable. Oh, you're not that type of person. You won't be able to do that. You're lazy. You're boring. You're ugly. All of those things, you might be continuously cycling through your mind throughout the day and it's become so normal to you that you don't even realize you're doing it. And we need to try to break that cycle. We need to try to catch ourselves when we're saying those things and shift our mindset. A technique that I use a lot to help me get out of that negative mindset and it's really worked in the past, has been when you hear yourself about to tell yourself something negative, like let's say, oh, I'm so ugly, right as you're saying that, or right after you say that, actually tell yourself no. Literally say no. Just the word no. You could say it out loud. You could say it in your head. It really helps to say it out loud, of course. Not when you're in the middle of the... A public place and you just yell no that would be a little bit concerning for people around you but just say no and that stops your mind from thinking it and then even if you say no and then your brain's like oh but yeah i am say no again say no until that thought has exited your mind and you're thinking about something different and it might mean you're saying no 200 times that day but i swear to you it works The more you say no, the more your brain will just give up thinking that thought because clearly it's not getting anywhere. You're shutting it off with the no and then you're able to overcome that thought. I've been doing this technique for two years, three years, and it's really helped. And sooner or later, you won't be having those thoughts anymore. You won't be noticing yourself saying no because those thoughts aren't entering your mind. You're kinder to yourself. It really is helpful. Also, this one might feel a little bit silly at first, but it really works. Positive affirmations. 
in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself three things you think are going to help you. For me, I like to say I'm confident, I'm beautiful, I'm capable, um, depending on the day, I'm strong, I'm brave, I have the power, I deserve this, I can do it. Saying those positive affirmations to yourself in the morning is another way to reset your mind. And if you say them enough, your mind will start to believe them. So at first when I started this and I would say them, I would almost laugh at myself because I didn't believe them at all. Telling myself I'm confident, I'm like, come on, Deva, you know you're not confident. And then I would go, no. But eventually, the more I told myself I was confident, the more I believed it. Your mind will believe you if you tell yourself it enough. And that goes the same for the negative thoughts. So the more you tell yourself that you can't do something, the more you're going to believe that you can't do it and the more you're not going to try. So tell yourself you can do it. And then you will do it. It's quite amazing how powerful the mind is. And we are in control of our minds. That's something to really keep in mind. No one else can control your mind. You can control your mind. You can control your thoughts. You can choose to think certain things and choose to shut off certain thoughts. You have the power over yourself. The next form of negativity is when somebody is being negative towards you. And unfortunately, no matter how much you can control your thoughts towards yourself, there might be that one person or that group of people that are being mean to you or toxic, putting their negativity on to you. And that is really difficult, no matter how strong on the inside you might be. I wanted to speak about this because I myself have had some really horrible experiences where not necessarily friends have been negative towards me, but but for me, it was people who had more power over me, dance teachers specifically. So I've experienced a bunch of forms of negativity, but the worst one has been toxic negativity, which is when somebody inflicts their own insecurities and their own pain onto you. And that is usually what bullying is. A bully is insecure and they're hurt and they're in pain and they're taking that and targeting people that brings that out of them instead of confronting their own emotions. And it's really hard. The only thing that got me through those periods in my life were, first of all, believing that that person was just speaking nonsense and being absolutely crazy. For my own sanity, I had to just tell myself that that person didn't know what they were talking about. Even if they might have known what they were talking about, I had to convince myself they didn't know what they were talking about. I know what I'm talking about. And I also had to just think the complete opposite of what they were saying. So... The meaner they were going to be to me, the worse they were going to treat me. I'm just going to show them that those words aren't affecting me and 
I'm just going to carry on with my life as though they've never said those things to me. Even if deep down I was really hurting, the only thing I could do to keep myself staying strong was to pretend that those things didn't hurt me when they did. But again, I was trying to convince my mind that those things aren't true. Those things aren't going to affect me. I'm the one that can decide what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. I had to convince myself and it was really difficult. And it was daily that I had to continue to try to shift my mind to, nope, I have the power. I'm not listening to what that person is telling me. I'm not going to let them influence me. I'm not going to let them convince me that I'm less than I am. Another thing that's going to help in that type of situation, if a friend or somebody else is putting negativity onto you and being really negative towards you with their words or even their actions, just try to leave that situation, to be honest. Try to isolate yourself from that friend. And of course, it might hurt their feelings, but at the end of the day, your feelings are important. And you need to try to do what you need to do to protect yourself. So you need to leave that situation. Find something better. This is not serving you right now. You need to get out of that situation. And getting out of that situation will ultimately help you because you will no longer be confronted with this person every day or every few days. And then once you can get out of that situation, then you're able to retrain your brain. For me, I was able to get out of these situations, but then my mind was was hurt. I was I could still feel the effects and still to this day I I hear those people who were negative in my life or that person I hear their words whenever I'm doing something. I can hear them saying, "Oh, you don't know what you're doing. You're not good enough. What makes you think you can do this?" Or you're ugly or all of any of the things that somebody's saying, I can hear those in the back of my mind. You have to shut it out. You have to just use that technique that I said and say no and just completely cancel it because that's another person. They're not allowed in your brain. You're the only one that can control what you're thinking. Take back the power. The last form of negativity that I wanted to talk about was when someone is feeling negative and it's affecting you. This might be difficult to understand if you haven't been in this situation, but let's say your best friend is going through a really difficult time and you want to be there for them. And they're in a state of mind that is extremely negative, extremely glasses half empty type of negative. Everything is going wrong in their life. They can't see any positive It's one thing after another. They're spiraling that type of mindset. And every time you go to try to help them, they are just laying out all of the negative onto you. And it can become a little bit of a burden. But you don't want to just leave them because they're your friend. And you want to try to help them see the brighter side of things and see that they do have purpose in their life and that they should be looking at this instead of this and that type of thing. But there comes a point when 
you can be as positive as you can, but that negativity might still overpower the positivity, especially if it's happening in their mind. They're the only ones who can reframe their mind. You can try as hard as you can, but they're the ones that have the power. So it's this never-ending cycle, and it will start to affect you. At least in my experience, it used to affect me when I was trying to help and I couldn't. And that negativity would be placed onto me and I would be feeling it. And I would start to get into more of a negative state of mind. I know it's going to be hard to hear this, but in some of those situations, you might need to take a step back. And for me, I had to tell myself, I'm not responsible for this person's feelings. That is when a therapist comes in handy. So you can guide them as much as you can, but at the end of the day, you can't place that responsibility of them forming a more positive mindset on yourself. You have to just let it be. You have to let it go and you have to focus on yourself. You have to be a little bit selfish in those moments. And maybe take a step back from the friendship if you start to notice yourself slipping because if you are slipping, then how are you going to help that friend? You can't. In both situations, you can't help the friend. So you might have to just take a step back until that friend is ready to come to you. But offer as much help as you can. Inform them about what has helped you, which is what I'm doing right now, I guess. Lead them to a therapist. Tell them to speak with their family. But just know that you aren't responsible and you can't change their mind. And I know sometimes it's nice to sit in that negativity when you're feeling it, in that sadness. And it's nice to lay out what you're feeling onto somebody else. Because it kind of eases that pressure off of you and puts it, you're sharing it with somebody else now. The burden is being shared. But that's not going to help anyone. It really isn't. The only person that can help you when you're telling them your negativity is a therapist because they have been trained to give you the tools to work through the issues that you might be having or the negative mindset that you might be in. that's all I wanted to talk about on negativity I hoped this helped you maybe see a different side of things and negativity is difficult and it's a really huge topic and everyone is usually feeling the same way so know that you're not alone we're all here we're all in this together take back the power and have a lovely day love you